Hey, baby Frida. Don't worry, baby girl. We're taking you out next week. You'll get her some dancing shoes. I'm going to get her some dancing shoes. We're going to get the front end all waxed up. Take her out on the town. Yeah, pull the tire covers off, and we'll be off to the races. I'm so ready for that. Me too. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. We are full-time husband and wife, part-time RVers. Sharing RV tips, tricks, and our adventures along the way. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Cramming Memories. Brandy. Yes. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. Okay. And I always feel like somebody's watching me. Just tell me it's a dream. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Today we're going to talk about why are people watching us? These are things that we think people are watching us do when we're camping. Now, they may or may not be actually <laughs> watching us, but our Ooh. perception is everybody has all of their attention on us at our campground. Yeah, and usually most people don't care, but these are things that, that for whatever reason, I think somebody's watching me. And I think the longer that we've been camping, the less I care about it. So I just said, Linda, maybe they're not really watching me at all. Yeah, you're just paranoid. Maybe I'm super paranoid about it, and I want to look like a super pro when I'm doing it. So I think people are watching me, and I'm like, oh, gosh, they think I'm such an amateur at doing Newbie. this. Newbie. Newbie. So we're going to talk about that a few things, and then um, had a few questions about people wondering what powers what in a camper. And um, I've seen a lot of people answer this question, and sometimes they're not super nice when they answer it either. Eek. Yeah, I mean, not everybody knows what's going on inside of a camper whenever it's new to them. So yeah. uh, we're going to chat through. I just know that you turn things off and on, and you plug things in, and things work. That's true. But um, we're going to go through a few things and then uh, run over what's 12 volt, what's propane, what's 120 volt. So you kind of know. So that way you don't have to ask the question in a public forum and be shamed about asking the question. <laughs> so mean. It's so, unfortunate, so mean. but sometimes that's the way it goes. Anyway, we'll be right back and we'll get started. I have something to admit. I do watch people whenever they first arrive at a campsite. Are you judging them? No, I'm just curious about how they do it. Like, <laughs> their process to how see is if their it's process? better. Because <laughs> I may could improve on mine. So anyway, we're going to chat through a couple of things that I feel people watch me whenever I get there. Um, I do know for a fact in Gatlinburg, Tennessee... When we pulled in, there was a group of oh my men gosh. sitting in their folding chairs. Yes, there was. Watching uh -huh. us the entire time. All, the whole time. The whole time. Not offering assistance because it was a very tight campground. Yep. They, they were, were just watching. watching. And I and I know for a fact that that happened because we uh, we made eye contact and they weren't embarrassed by the, oh, no. the fact they were watching me. No, not at all. It was really funny. But anyway, um, one of the things that I really think people are watching you and I think people are watching me, which puts a, a lot of pressure on me, is I think people are watching when you're backing into your campsite. Yeah, and if there's somebody hanging out around their campsite, chances are they're probably looking your way. 
Yeah, usually whenever somebody tries to pull in next to me, I I try to watch, but I try to watch from around a corner. <laughs> <laughs> like peeping Scott. <laughs> I am. I try to like how I like turn my camera on my phone on and I and I you know stick it no, out around the corner. No, no, no. But um, I actually do like to watch them just to see um. If they're doing anything different, um, I usually try to let them get one or two shots in. And especially if they're by themselves or if nobody's there spotting them, I will go over there and say, hey, man, would you like, you know, me to spot you on your blind side? Right. And and you've had people take you up on that offer and you've had people turn you down on that offer. Yeah, you know real quickly um, whether they're going to take you up or take you down. But um, I would like that assistance, too, if I were by myself. Uh-huh. I mean, like, maybe you want that assistance even though I'm there. <laughs> yeah, usually Brandy's <laughs> somewhere in the back. One of the kids is over to the side. And this is usually how the conversation goes. Brandy, I need to know exactly how much further back. And just she goes, a little bit. Just a little bit. I said, no, baby, like six inches or six foot. Just keep on coming. <laughs> yeah, keep on coming. And I have to remember that his left and my left sometimes are two different things. Totally different. So um, I definitely feel like people are watching you back in a site. One other thing that we think people are probably watching you, and I actually do watch this because I'm intrigued by the science and the skill of starting a campfire. It's pretty cool. It is really neat. And there are so many ways you can do it. I was going to say, people do it differently. Yeah, and they use different the things. So you can use the TP method. Yes. That's where you prop all the little uh, chopped up wood up in like a TP. You put something in the middle of it, whether it's moss or paper towels or paper, and you light it. Doritos. Or a fire starter. <laughs> I have heard Doritos. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Or um, one of our favorites, we call a log cabin. Yeah, it's pretty simple. So you just stack all of your wood in like a square and you stack your next tier like 180 out. He's doing hand motions it. for you just <laughs> so you can see just so it. you can see where I'm going with this. And you stack <laughs> it up three or four layers high, maybe lay one or two boards um, across the top, put your starter stuff in the center and go with it. Um, now, what I'm super jealous of now is people who pull out their solo stove. Yeah, those, those are pretty nice. Those are amazing fire pits. And the reason why I can say they're amazing is I know of two of my friends have them. And I know one of them is fairly um, good with his money. Frugal. Frugal is a great word. He's frugal. And we actually ran into him camping. And he pulled out one out of his truck. And I'm like, all right. If this guy bought one, they must really work. Right. Because they're not cheap at all. So if our frugal friend is spending his money on it, you know it's nice. Yeah, and if you don't know what they are, they're just basically stainless steel fire pits. They're they're a lot like the the washer bin that we have. Right. The actual shape of it. But this thing works like but crazy. The, yeah, but the science behind it is 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 different. The way it's shaped and it's usually up on a pedestal, it actually pulls air in the bottom and it creates like a like a superheated ring around it. So as long as you keep the wood down in it, and it's once it gets going, it has very little smoke because it keeps because just it just burns hotter. Right, and with a cello stove, it doesn't matter if it's TP or log cabin style. That's it. You just drop her in there, and as long as it takes off, you're good. But I will say, even ours, if we ever get it hot, it doesn't smoke a lot. No, we do like our fire pit, and it's an old wash tub that we had a friend find for us, and it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but keeping the fire hot in those can be difficult. Yes, unless you're like another friend of ours who likes to use his leaf blower. Leaf blower. Um, 
let's see, uh, grill starter fluid, yeah, like look, charcoal starter. I've seen that happen. That. I know we do not recommend um, those. One of my buds keeps an electric blower, and whenever it starts <laughs> to go down, you just put it in the bottom and crank it up, and uh, it kind of oh, it'll it'll set off get a, fire a little oxygen sure. in there. But definitely, people, I think are watching us trying to start our campfires, and I want to let them know that hey, I'm I'm at least a semi pro at this. Um, sometimes it doesn't come off well though. It's just a big smoldering fire right we have definitely had some fire fails definitely the other thing or one of the other things that i think people do watch you and i i admit i watch people too so i'm i'm guilty of this as and i also think people are giving and receiving of these sins i am am equal (laughs) leveling a camper It, it can be fun depending on how challenging it is and then watching how some people really, really care how how level it is, and walking past other campers and seeing how much they really don't they care don't care at all. Right? It's like, good night. I couldn't even sleep in that thing because I would feel like I'm about to roll out of bed. <laughs> but obviously, they don't care. Right? Well, maybe they're there for a night. Who maybe knows? they're there for a night and they just don't care or yeah, whatever. But anyway, leveling is definitely one of those things that people watch you do it. So just get used to people watching you level and be okay with it. It's not a big deal. No, the interesting thing that I think probably for you, one of the reasons why you do like to watch people as they're leveling their camper is because you're trying to see what kind of tools they're using to level. So what leveling system they're using for their camper. Yeah, and being we have a travel trailer, um, I've said in the past, we use um, Anderson levelers now as long as it's not way, way out. And we've been really happy with those. Um, we've used some of the blocks in the mm-hmm. past. And those, the, those work those great. Those work super great. But if you have to build up two or three inches, you have to build this massive <clears throat> pyramid kind of coming up to it. It's a Lego so, system. Yeah. So I really like the Andersons. So I, I try to see how many people have those. And then, I, and you know, whenever I pull them out and start using them, I think some people may be rolling their eyes too. They're like, man, I've got my two by sixes over here. <laughs> They worked for me for 25 years. Yeah, why does that guy need that? Yeah. But but anyway. They work for us. For sure. All right. This is one that the reason why I like to watch other people do this, and I I really believe people are watching me doing this, is because so many things can go wrong. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) It is unhooking your camper or hooking it up to your truck. Right. There are so many things where it could roll off if you don't chalk the, the wheels. Um, if you forget to release your safety chains and you try to drive off to, to get a little ways out from your camper, you can drag your camper forward. Yes. Um, whenever people pop the bars off of their weight distribution hitch, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they don't quite relieve enough tension off of them and they slam back and they hit them in the leg. You've seen that. (laughs) We've seen that. We've heard that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So that is another thing that I think people are probably watching you, judging you, and I'm probably watching you too. But I'll come over and help you if you just wave at me. Right. I have no shame to come over there and help you pull, you know, take that weight distribution apart. So what about when we get into our spot and we need to put out our slide or our awning and there's not enough room? Yeah, and and we've talked in the past how I've I've made a pool noodle about two inches. Uh, longer than our slide mm-hmm. and I can walk down the side of the camper with that pool noodle and know if we're too close but we've we've done it I've gotten in a I've gotten in a hurry and uh, I've almost ran out of space so I you know I definitely whenever people park 
and they're letting that slide out. And this is what typically happens. You have your kids or your dogs or people that are traveling with you. They're ready to get in the camper and turn the air conditioner on or, you know, or the heat on. So, so you feel under all this pressure to get it going, right? And you may not check your slide. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the electrical pedestals and the, and the water spigots are pretty close to the back or the mid mm-hmm. and you let that slide out it can get in the way oh man and yeah. it can cause a ton of damage so whenever people are parking and doing that i will usually glance over there and watch that because if if i think they're gonna hit it i may i may yell over there and i would hope somebody would yell at me too i may be embarrassed but i, w- I would rather be embarrassed than have to have an insurance claim yeah that's a true story we are guilty about this, but we didn't camp as much when our kids were super young. No. I mean, Henry wanted to start tent camping. He was... He was eight? He was, yeah, he was eight. So over a couple of years of tent camping and then getting our first pop-up, they were a little older. But one thing that people will watch you is as you're parenting your children. Oh, yes, they will. And like, let's be honest, campsites are pretty close and camper walls are pretty thin. That's right. And when your kids make you angry, I think you forget (laughs) everything in the world other than your anger. (laughs) You're just so frustrated. You're so frustrated. And people will just scream and yell or try to close their mouth all the way and be like, I'm going to beat the fire out of you. (laughs) So that is definitely, I will watch you do that. Oh, yeah. From around the corner. I because won't. we've been there, done that. Yeah. And most of the time, believe it or not, I think people will sympathize with you. Oh, yes. Because we've all been there. We've all, matter of fact, Brandy, um, whenever we're out eating lunch or dinner now, and there's a there's a kid acting up, she'll go, oh, they should just know he's tired. <laughs> and his face is all red. I said, Brandy, whenever our kids were little, you say, that is not an excuse to behave like that. <laughs> but mine are bigger now. <laughs> that is true. So definitely parenting in the campground. Um, you might want to watch your volume there because people would definitely watch you do that. Yeah, lower expectations for sure. <clears throat> kind of a different kind of parenting. Um, people who have dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, I will never rank a dog above a human. Well, no. I love my dogs. Love our dogs. Love our dogs. We've had a dog since... We've been married. Yeah, the the month we got married. It was a month after we got married. Okay. We got our first dog. So we've had a dog for more than 22, 22 years, years nonstop. Um, not the same dog. It's, no. not, it's not like the um, super old no. dog. <laughs> but but we've had a dog. And um, we've all done this. And this is ran through our head. And I'm just going to have to be real right here. Um, you wake up. You have to take your dog out. And you're walking your dog. Mm-hmm. And they poop. They'll do that. And you don't have a bag to pick it up. Nope. And you're like, somebody's watching me right now, I think. Totally. So you try to casually like look around. Like, oh, what are th- my dog's not doing anything? Is anybody going to see this? Could I Could I like put some leaves over it or <laughs> kick it to the side? And, you know, people are watching you. And people are very serious about picking up dog poop. And there's a good reason for it. Well, of course, because I've stepped in it before. Yes. And that is not cool. So um, if that happens, be prepared that people may be watching you. And if I do see anybody, I'll be like, hey, man, I don't have a bag. I'm going to run the dog back to the camper and I'll be right back. 
And we have actually done that before. And we've had people offer us bags. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. But we haven't run back to the camper just because someone has said something to us. Like, we, we will try to run back to the camper and pick up. Yeah, but I think people are watching you when you're walking your dog. Well, of course. Because they're like, this dog's about to make a mess, and I'm going to see if he's going to clean it up. Right, and heaven forbid it be on someone's campsite. Oh, gosh. For sure. Let's not start that fight with anybody. (laughs) Pick up your dog's droppings, please. Yes, please. All right, this is 100% one that I'm watching you, and you will never watch me do this. (laughs) There is zero chance you will ever watch me doing this. But we've seen it. We've seen it. And it makes us laugh. Every time. And we're watching you. We're watching you. Walk your cat on a leash. Oh, yeah. That is the funniest thing on earth. I don't understand. They just, they just, cats, I don't know. I don't think they need to be on leashes. Well, we've also seen a cat in a front pouch carrier like a child. Yes, that is true. And it, and it looked really sad. And it, <laughs> and it wanted to get I think it out. said save me, but I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I get why you walk your cat on a leash. Because you want your cat. You don't cat, want your cat to run away. You don't want your cat to run away. And um, cats can also be food to dogs if you let them get too close to it. But <laughs> man, terrible. just it's just so weird to watch a cat walk on a leash. So I'm watching you do that. Yeah. And we'll never own a cat because I'm allergic to them. True story. So you will never watch me walk a cat on a leash. <laughs> All right. Another thing is, and this is something that the older I've gotten, I could care less about. It just doesn't bother me. Waking up early, needing to go out, whether it's to the bathhouse or to take your dog on a walk. Walking out in your PJs with your hair all messed up. And be honest, you're almost bouncing off the trees because you haven't even woken up yet. People are probably watching you if they're up. But there's only a few people up super early in a camp. And chances are they're in their PJs too. Yes. And um, I've, I've actually seen some pawpaws outside in their, in, you know, in their PJs. Drinking their cup of coffee. Yep. And I actually like doing that too. I actually enjoyed it more when we tent camped because mm-hmm. we definitely woke up a lot earlier because there's, you're, <laughs> you're in a tent. Waking up in a tent. There's yes. literally nothing else going on. So um, we would get up and get outside, but but we like that too. But people are probably watching you when you're walking your dog in your, you know, in your PJ. So basically what I'm saying is uh, just make sure you're minimally decent. <laughs> Right, that they're not scantily clad PJs. Yes, yes, or you will end up on somebody's Instagram page, I oh, promise Yes, you. Yeah, probably so. And the last thing that we have seen, and I've just had to get over to, is when you're relaxing in your campsite, if you're in a hammock or you're in a rocking chair or whatever, and you fall asleep, people sleep weird. Like um, some people have their mouths wide open. Some people, I mean, their arms are flare, you know, flailing yeah. about. People are are probably going to walk past your campsite and check out what's going on. And it's all right. Go to sleep. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Relax. And we're back. What powers your camper? Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> There's Pyre, Pyre. <laughs> Wonder working, Pyre. All right. So these that I'm about to run over are your base camper. This is not if you have solar running an inverter. 
Because if you have solar power it's totally different. and a big enough inverter, you can run a lot more things on it. All right. So this is you brought it home from the the dealership. It doesn't have any solar on it. And, and you know, and you're like, why is this not working? Why is this not working on this? So are you making fun of me when you say that? No, not at all. I've I've never made fun of you for that. I've I've tried to educate you. It just you. really sounds like why is this not working? <laughs> no. It sounds like you're talking about me, but that's fine. All right. First system, your 12-volt system. This is like the battery in your car. Okay, so when you're saying 12-volt sy system, mm -hmm. does that mean that's the battery that's on the hitch part on the yep. outside that's, that's behind the propane things? Yeah, it's just like your car battery, and except it's a marine-style battery. Do we have one? We only have one. We have enough space to put two up there Okay. if you need more, more run time. But typically, ours is just for um, keeping the uh, system load good. And while we're traveling, we need a charge battery for if our cable breaks loose, mm -hmm. that our emergency trailer brakes lock up. Okay, so if we, it gets disabled but we don't boondock, so that's not like a... Yeah, we don't really do that. But if you're traveling and have to drop your trailer um, in like a welcome station... Um, at least you have some minimal stuff going okay. on there. So, All right. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So if you want to know what gets powered off of your 12-volt system, these are your running lights outside of your camper and your brake lights. So all those are definitely off your 12-volt system. Now, those are typically also powered from your truck, but it is a 12-volt system. That's the way that that works. Your furnace, although you have to have your propane on too, your furnace can't operate with your propane just off your 12 volt. So you could boondock with fresh batteries and run your uh, furnace. That's cool. That is very cool. Now, how long you can run your furnace all depends on how many batteries that you have. Gotcha. So you, so you may have to test that. Your interior lights and your porch light, those are all typically off your 12 volt system. So our first camp trip out, we actually lost power whenever a storm came over and Brandy was cooking and we had the interior lights on. We didn't have the television on. So no. we didn't know that we lost power because everything we were using at that moment was 12 volt except the air conditioner. Right. And we it cut off, out why it but it wasn't off. super hot outside. Right. So we didn't notice it for a while. So your interior lights and your porch light are typically 12 volts. Your radio, that's 12 volt. Because those are usually car radios or some sort of okay, some sort of RV radio. Some refrigerators do work off of the twelve volt system. Typically, they are a three way where they'll work off one twenty propane and your twelve volt. Now ours is just the one twenty, the shore power, and propane. Okay. So ours will not run off twelve volt, but some of them will. Your vent fans in your bathroom, in the ceiling, those are twelve volt. So you could run those if um, if you ever lost shore power and it was a little warm out, crack a few windows, turn those fans on, and it'll help pull air through your camper. Those will still work. Your water pump, that's 12 volt. So if you're boondocking mm -hmm. and or if you pull off to the side of the road and the kids need to use the restroom and you're just going to go in your camper bathroom, you can go into the bathroom, turn your water pump on, and use your restroom. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, so you don't have to be plugged up. We have done that. And that's a time saver, too, so you don't have to run into a store and get Cokes and candy bars. And gross potties, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Your tongue jack and your leveling system, those are 12-volt. 
So the little button on the front of our hitchy thing. Yeah. That comes down. The tongue jack. Okay. That's Yeah, that's 12 volt. So we run that before we hook up to shore power. So, you know, so we get level. So that is 12 volt. So how do you charge that battery? That battery gets charged um, as you're driving down the road by your vehicle. That'll, you know, that'll charge it. Mm -hmm. And when you're hooked up to shore power, that will also charge it. Okay. Yep. So if you leave your camper unplugged for any length of time, I would highly recommend going ahead and disconnecting the battery on the on the RV too. A lot of them have the battery disconnect built in. Ours didn't, so I just take a post off. Um, and some people keep a trickle charger on them too during the winter gotcha. just to keep them charged up. So anyway, 12-volt running lights, brake lights, furnace, interior lights, porch light, radio, some refrigerators, vent fans, water pumps, and tongue jacks. Those are all 12-volt. Good to know. You don't have to have your big cord hooked into your house or the pedestal at the campsite. Cool. Capiche? Gotcha. All right. Propane. What in the world runs off propane? Number one, you have to have 12 volt or 120, but your furnace needs propane. Well, yes. Without propane, you ain't got no heat. Yes, that makes sense. Your refrigerator. Most RV refrigerators are either dual or they use three things. Ours is dual. It can run off of 120 or propane. Gotcha. So that's um, if you're boondocking or if you want to just keep it cold and you're disconnected from your house. And they don't use a ton of propane, so don't be afraid to turn that thing on a few days before you leave just to, number one, make sure it works and let it cool down really well before you take off. Good to know. Water heater. Oh, yeah. Ours is dual. So ours is 120 and propane. But when you're boondocking, we could just use the propane side of it and the uh, 12-volt system... Um, works all the actual operation side of it. And so when we have everyone in the camper and we're trying to take showers back to back for quicker recovery times, we'll turn on both. Both. Yeah, totally. So ours is is a dual system. So it's either 120 or propane, or you can run them at the same time to have a quicker recovery. So yeah, Um, your oven and your stove and any outside peripheral grills there um, where you have hookups for those all run off propane. And that's why when our first camping trip, whenever we lost um, power, power, we didn't, we know, didn't know it. Because, because I was Bra- cooking. Brandy was yeah. cooking with propane. Our interior lights were on and the air conditioner has cycled off mm-hmm. and it wasn't super hot. So we're laying here. And after, after you know, probably 20, 30 minutes, I told Brandy, I'm like, it's getting a little stuffy. Yeah. So I opened up the front door. And if you're in a campground... You hear these air conditioners humming like yes, all the everybody time. Everybody used to through the park. Yeah, I opened the front door and I'm like, "It's super quiet in here. Something's wrong." So I went out and checked our pedestal. There was no power, and I just but listened for a second. You, and that's where you met the camper guy next to us, though. Yeah, because he was like, "Hey, is your power not working?" Yeah, either? yeah, we actually right. did, and and neither of us had power. So let's move on to the 120 volt system. So this is the this is the big plug that you plug in at your campground. Or you plug into your house, right? So if you don't have an inverter or any kind of solar, your air conditioner is only going to work off 120 shore power. So it has to be plugged into one of those big outlets. Correct. It it pulls. It's it's probably the the biggest energy hog in the entire camper. Oh yeah. Just like your house, your your biggest right. cost is heating and cooling your house. It's kind of the same thing. So your air conditioner is definitely a 120 volt system shore power. Another thing is, and we've kind of mentioned, is your water heater. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ours is dual. Um, ours is propane and 120. 
Mm-hmm. But um, it is definitely that that 120 side. If you're plugged into shore power and you don't need a faster recovery, don't turn to propane on and waste your propane money because chances are your electricity is probably included in your campsite. So run that 120 side of it. Your microwave. Oh, yeah. You have to have 120 volt. That is, there is no, there is no way for that to work unless you have solar with an inverter on it. And your television. That's definitely not going to work off a 12 volt. I have seen some 12 volt TVs mm-hmm. years ago, but I haven't seen any lately. I guess I could Google that. But typically, most of the ones that are going to come in your campers now, they plug into a normal 120 outlet. Just like your house TV. Just like your house TV. So let's go over this really quickly again. Pretty much anything lights inside, radios, vent fans, water pumps, and tongue jacks, that's your 12 volt. That's like your car. Furnaces, refrigerators, water heaters, ovens and stoves and grills are propane or one side of it is propane. They can, you know, they can operate a, a mm-hmm. several things. And 120, you have to be plugged into shore power. Your air conditioner, your water heater, the uh, 120 side of it, your microwave and your TV. So the way that you really can kind of look at this is the things that run off your 12-volt battery just that would like be your car or kind of things that would be in your car. Yeah, really, really, that's it. The only thing that usually trips people up are the interior lights here. Well, the interior lights work in my car, and I need my car battery. But they work in your house, too. Oh, yeah. But these, and I'm pointing again, these are right (laughs) above us now as we sit in our camper. These are all LED, and that is a good thing. Most of the campers now, they, they all have LED lighting in them. Awesome. Which means it doesn't pull on your battery quite as hard as the old incandescent yeah, bulbs. that is true. Um, so if you're not boondocking and you're just using your battery, if the power goes out or to be the, um, the kind of safety device for your electric brakes while you're traveling, a typical um, marine battery works for you. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go buy a $1,000 Battleborn battery that everybody's buying for all the solar stuff. Right. Which are which is amazing. Great. It's fantastic stuff. This is not something that we need right now. Right. So hopefully that bit of information will keep you out of any tongue lashing <laughs> on any of the social media <laughs> sites. Oh, be so nice. Be nice to people. Be nice to people because they don't know. Let people ask questions. You didn't know at one time. Right. That's right. But anyway, I hope this helped you guys out. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 14. We went over some things that I think people are watching me do whenever I get to the campsite. And I do admit I'm watching people do when they get to the campsite. (laughs) And we also went over what powers your RV, the 12-volt system, the propane system, and the 120-volt system. So thank you guys so much for listening to us. Um, We want you to uh, click on that kit page if you ever have any questions about what things we are using in our camper what we use to set up and tear down and just other other fun things some of them are necessities some of them are just wants it's definitely a big difference absolutely wants yeah and also guys don't forget to like us on facebook like us on instagram and click that subscribe button and share us with your friends and we are encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life Mm -hmm.